You're listening to Essay Talk, San Antonio's favorite podcast for discussions around the Alamo City. I'm Zach, your favorite retirement advisor. And I'm Erica, San Antonio's favorite transplant. All right, so welcome into another episode of Essay Talk. Today is Monday, November 29th, I guess. Obviously, yes. we record this a couple days before. So today, <laughs> recording day is Saturday, November 27th. But you're listening to this. The earliest you could listen to it is Monday, November 29th. Erica, what's up? Uh, not much. But since you just said the 29th, I realized that I'm actually going to be pulling like a long day today. So everybody oh, no. pray for me. Yeah. Because I, I think I've, I've admitted before that I have like two jobs. I don't really work all of them all the time. But Monday but on the 29th. But Monday you are. Yeah. Well, <laughs> yes. you know, last... Essay talk episode. You talked about how Mondays. You love Mondays, so uh, there's no going back. So either way, you love it today. Yay. Um, so there's that. You know, we're recording. I don't know what the weather's going to be like on Monday. I'm sure I could check my phone, but right now it's pretty cold outside. It's cool, yeah. I guess you would say. If you live up north, you're probably thinking like, okay, come on, it's not that cold. But right. for us, it's pretty cool outside. A little rainy. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, it's gloomy. It's gross. And yeah, it definitely is. I kind of like the rain, but when it's paired with the cold, it's like, eh, I don't know. Uh, but, but I just need the sun. I need like the vitamins to do the thing. I'm with you on that. I'm with you on that. I could go without the 104 degree weather, but uh, I'm with you on the sun. Speaking of the weather, that's one of the topics that, that we kind of put in the notes this week for Essay Talk was kind of the colder weather as we're getting into winter. I know we're not in winter, but as we're getting into winter uh, next month. When does winter kick off officially? I, you know, when it comes to seasons, I'm not the guy. I'm not the guy. I just kind of know like, all right, I know winter starts in December sometime. Mm-hmm. So I know that. But ask me what day, who knows. But... In San Antonio, winter is kind of a big topic, at least in the last year or so, just because of the winter storm we had last year, or no, earlier this year in February. And, you know, according to the Farmer's Almanac, which is, I don't know, kind of weird and strange how accurate it can be sometimes with the weather patterns, it's saying that we're supposed to get another winter storm. But I don't know. I've seen other articles that say the weather patterns are supposed to be similar, but the winter storm is not supposed to be as drastic or as major, I guess. Mm -hmm. I'm kind of hoping it isn't, but I will say this, and this may be a hot take. It may be a very unpopular take. (gasps) I do wish it would snow every year here in San Antonio. Now I say that, I say that, okay, with the catch that I don't want any power outages. I don't want the grid to fail. Nothing like that. I don't want people to freeze to death like happened in Texas last year or earlier this year. But I, I wish it would snow. I, I mean, I enjoy seeing the snow. Would I want to live in the snow? Heck no. I'm cool with it snowing once or twice a year, but that's that's it. I don't know. What about you? Are you a snow person? No, same. I think, I, I think maybe I've already talked to you off the podcast about how I own coats. Like where I'm from, it does snow. Even if it's like a flurry, you get like a, a yearly <laughs> flurry, you know? And so I have coats and I have all these colors. I have red, white, and they're like badass, like New York looking, like I am a bad bitch coat. <laughs> and none of them have seen the daylight since I've lived here, except maybe uh, last year for that freeze. But even then, I didn't want to go anywhere because I was like, is my water going to keep working if I'm not running it? You know, so. True. Did you have I any power outages? No. So I think we got super lucky. We actually ended up hosting some friends because nothing ever went out for us. But I think it's because we lived downtown. We were in Southtown. And maybe we're so close to like the hospitals and like the things that really, really, really need this stuff to keep going. And you know, it's funny, we're trying to look up like what's near us because we had the same experience. Amanda and I, we live in an apartment over here, 410, 151 kind of area. 
never lost power. If we did, it was for like 10 seconds. You know, we never lost power, always had water. And I know there's two different emergency clinics around the area. So I'm thinking that's the only reason, but there's emergency clinics everywhere. I don't know. So I, I'm kind of wondering why, but I'm maybe consi- we like consider a, ourselves fortunate. It's like an alien underground situation going on. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe maybe something you like that. You already hear first, but, guys, if it ever comes out. But <laughs> whatever reason, we still had power and water, so we were very fortunate in in that aspect. But who knows? I don't I, I don't know if we're going to be ready for it. You know, they said throughout the year that apparently they've winterized, and I'm saying that with quotations quotation fingers that they've winterized all this equipment around San I mean around Texas I don't know I still think that the grid could fail again mm. if if it's something happens that's similar to that I saw an article the other day and again I'm just piecing this together from articles I read I'm not like deep into research onto this subject but just based on the articles they mentioned that even a winter storm that isn't of the same magnitude as earlier this year could still cause the grid to fail. And then we saw it like in the summer when it was getting really hot, mm-hmm. they were still sending out warnings like, Hey, ease it on the, on the cool, on the AC, you yeah. know, cause of, cause of the grid. So it's very likely that it could def that it could happen again. Yeah. And I hope it doesn't, but I do want to see some snow. I kind of want to use my snow jackets. So it's like difficult to decide what you want, what you truly yeah, want. For sure. So yes or no, you want snow or no? <sighs> I do. I just don't want anyone to get mad at me. Well, ooh, and maybe if you're listening, maybe you guys can weigh in on it too, like tweet about it or something. We have to put a poll yeah. out. Like, do you you want snow? It's going to be just simple black and white. Yes. Like, are you a, do you want snow or do you not want snow? I want snow. And it's going to be this podcast yeah. stands that, behind snow. That's it's. I'm I'm with you. I'm with you. I stand behind that. I I want to see snow. Don't want to see anybody get hurt yeah. or suffer. Yeah. All right. So moving on to our second subject. I don't know. Are you wearing a UTSA shirt? I see orange. I don't know if it's UTSA. It's but... not. Oh, is it? Is it orange? It looks orange it's, on the Zoom it's picture. It's red. It's my lighting oh, in here. It's red. I, I'm not colorblind. It's so actually like not even from the It must city. have been the Zoom picture. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. Well, I'm wearing a UTSA hoodie today. On recording date is game day. Obviously, if you're listening, you probably know the outcome. Hopefully, the Roadrunners won. But UTSA is playing the University of, of North Texas mm-hmm. up in Denton. Gosh. And it is their last regular season game of the year, uh-huh. trying to finish out the regular season undefeated. Yes. <laughs> Let's go do our rain dances, everybody. Like, go do your weird little <laughs> Apparently, it's supposed rituals. to rain up there, too. So <laughs> it's going to be an interesting game to watch. You know, we're not a sports podcast, but I guess I did want to kind of bring up next week's championship game, conference championship game for UTSA. You know, the last time we talked to you on SA Talk, the game against UAB hadn't happened yet. The epic game against UAB and the comeback (laughs) and the the game winning drive. It was nuts. It was nuts. It was like myself and seven or eight friends of mine. We all went. We sat in the student section because my, my brother is still a student. Oh, yeah. So we get student guest tickets. Awesome. It was just crazy. It was going wild in there. You know, whenever I'm tweeting out from the podcast account or even my business account on Twitter or posting on Facebook, I kind of think to myself, like, I wonder if some of the listeners or followers are kind of like, man, this is just a lot of UTSA content. <laughs> you know, is this like a sports podcast? I, I thought this wasn't a sports podcast. And you know, I wanted to kind of address that. And I'm not saying people did, people haven't said anything, or at least not in front of me, not to my face. Mm-hmm. But I kind of thought about it recently. You know, the reason behind me doing it is because 
UTSA is really trying to establish itself as a premier university, not just in San Antonio, because I think it is already, but in Texas and just in general. You know, we talked in a couple episodes ago about UTSA trying to reach tier one research status and getting research funding. They are one of the top universities in terms of Hispanic population. They're also the top universities in terms of cybersecurity, which San Antonio, outside of Washington, D.C., I don't know if the listeners know this, I've brought it up, but San Antonio is the number one cybersecurity city outside of Washington, D.C., which is crazy to think about. Wow. We have the NSA and stuff like that here. That's why. That's why. That's awesome. We have a very high cybersecurity presence here. Oh, and and a lot of it is due to UTSA. That's why the new cybersecurity building is going up downtown with the downtown development. But the point that I'm getting to here is that athletics is the doorstep, especially football here in Texas. Athletics is the doorstep to a university. When an athletic program does well, whether it's basketball, whether it's football, but especially football, it just brings so much exposure and attention to the university in many different ways. Not just because of football. That's fine. That's great, you know, as a sports fan. But people start catching on like, oh, okay, UTSA. And and it's exciting to say like, oh, yeah, I went to UTSA. I go to UTSA. My kids go to UTSA. I have a friend, blah, blah, blah. The list goes on and on. It becomes exciting just to talk about. Mm-hmm. And that leads to people attending the university. Right. It leads to your degree meaning more. People Funding. that are, and, and that's kind of what I was going to oh, get so to. Sorry. Was that <laughs> Right. Well, no, when you're in your 30s, your 40s, you're kind of in your highest earning years. If you do have some extra disposable income, you're thinking, all right, well, let me, let me donate a couple hundred bucks to my alma mater, right? Mm-hmm. If not more, if you're doing, if you're really well off. Mm-hmm. And so that's my point is that without athletics doing really well and football, in this case, having an exciting season and bringing so much attention to the university, you might not get that. Mm -hmm. I think that's what it really does. We saw it and shout out to April and Sierra. I've been contacting her to get her on the podcast recently, but I also reached out to her to say thank you for all like how she spearheaded. Was it the fundraiser for uh, for students to attend the game free next Friday? I just told her thank you because like the city has really bought in. You saw like people had in less than three days, three or four days, people donated almost a hundred thousand dollars for that. It's incredible. You know, it's crazy. It's crazy. Incredible. And it just it does so much for the city. And and the other side of it, and I know I feel like I'm not letting you get a word (laughs) in, but I mean I am. I am. I'm gonna let you get a word in. You can cut me off at any time. But the last thing is is the local economy. Mm -hmm. When you play in a place like the Alamo Dome and you're you have enough to seat 30, 40, 50, 60,000 people. And you have people coming in from out of town. Some people live in Austin and Houston, and they're coming to watch their alumni, their their alma mater play or wherever, right? Maybe they're fans of the traveling team. They're staying at local hotels. They're going to local bars. They're going to local restaurants. They're supporting the local economy. And the more fans you have that coming in every Saturday or, you know, every Saturday home game, mm-hmm. that's exciting, you know? And you see more people to hustle and bustle downtown, and you're, you're getting more people to come and spend dollars here in San Antonio. Yeah. And I think that's that's the impact that I see. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, I, I'm sure I'm enjoying the football season. Yeah. I'm a huge football fan. But all I can think about is all those people enjoying the Riverwalk, staying at the hotels and trying out Southtown and being like, oh, wow, this is really cool. Yeah. You know, and, and the surrounding area. And, you know, speaking of the surrounding area, they have that Sunset Station uh, yes. place opening. Well, it's called the ESPY, I think. But Yes. Oh, it's interesting. Okay, well, we'll talk about that in a second. But I wanted to add to your whole thing about growth and stuff. It's just like kind of to me, it's like building pride for something that's local on like it's like a lot of pride. It's not just like regular, like, oh, I'm proud of to come from my roots. You know, it's like you're actually proud of not just your roots and your city, but like 
this football team and it kind of feels like growing up you get dogged on a little bit if you don't have the best this or the best that or you know whatever and so not that I'm saying San Antonio has always lived in the shadow of Austin I'm not saying that but I'm saying but that's been the implication for a really long time and so it's really awesome to kind of see San Antonio but UTSA specifically climbing that ladder getting that it's kind of like a little sibling the whole sister school thing and it's kind of like that young sibling is just freaking coming into her own and it's going to be so awesome to see them just i'm so grateful for the coach i'm I'm, his name is escaping me but the coach yes he is taking this program it's amazing i'm so happy for all you college kids out there that are like enjoying this time (laughs) like you guys had such a shit covid year Excuse my language, but it's like now it's like, ooh, the revival is here and it's so exciting. I love it. For real. And you know, it's funny. I I tweeted about it from the podcast account, but back in, I want to say it had to be August. I think the episode came out on September 3rd, but it was Mm -hmm. back in August when we recorded with the Alamo Dome Audible guys, which Mm -hmm. shout out to them. Love the podcast. They know it. I attended their happy hour there at the block. It was a lot of fun. Yes. But he, Jared, the, the one of the hosts, you know, he kind of called it on that episode. And he said, look, guys, this is the beginning of the season. Hadn't even played game one yet. He was right. like, guys, November 20th at the Alamo Dome against UAB. That's going to be the game. That's And he just knew it. Wow. You know? and, and the other thing he said, too, was what you just said, Erica, which is like, we just need that as, as fans, as people, as humans, like mm-hmm. to just have fun like that. It felt like a UTSA community, a oh, family like in there, like people just needed that. I'm and so he, jealous he, that you were there really... in person. <laughs> it was so fun to go down in the field, oh. which, you know what? Side note, I got to tell this story <laughs> in the podcast. I don't know if you saw, but there were some helmets that went missing. What's crazy about that, the helmet that I took a picture with was one of the helmets that went missing. <laughs> if you want to see it, the picture, it's on our Instagram. Yeah, yeah. Go go check it out. You know, when we went down there, I was trying to look for Sincere McCormick, who's the running back. I was trying to look for Frank Harris, who's the quarterback, or Zakari Franklin, who's the receiver. I was trying to look for those guys. But yeah. I saw the other number three, which is Tariq Willen. He's a cornerback. He's probably going to go to the NFL, to be honest with you. And I wanted to take a picture with him. So I took a picture with him, and I saw a helmet on the ground. And I was like, can I take a picture with the helmet? I asked him afterwards. Yeah. And he was all, bro, I'll be honest with you. It's not my helmet. It's that guy's. <laughs> And I was like, all right. So I looked over. I see number 45, which his name is Dequarius Henry. I went over to him and I didn't want to just be rude and be like, hey, can I take a picture with your helmet? So I asked with a picture with him first. Mm -hmm. And it worked out because he had the trophy in his hand. So it kind of just worked out anyways. Awesome. Took a picture. And then I asked him, same thing. Can I take a picture with the helmet? He's like, sure, of course, man. So I take a picture with the helmet. And then he's already, of course, he's signing autographs and taking pictures. And I kind of tap him on the on the you know, pads again. And I was just like, Hey, do you want your helmet back? Do you want me to put it on the ground? He's like, nah, man, just put it on the ground. I was like, all right. So I put it on the ground and we walk off to take pictures with other players. It's crazy that it was like, it, it was, was one of the missing helmet. helmets. Yeah. And the reason oh I know God. that is because the, I think his name is Tyler. He's the equipment manager. He reached out to me on Instagram. He said, Hey Zach, you know, this is one of the helmets that went missing. Do you know what happened after you took the picture? And of course I gave him all the details and stuff mm-hmm. like that. But that's crazy. It was like, yeah. that was one of the helmets that went missing. I'm like tempted to have a spinoff of like an episode of the like true crime who took the helmet. <laughs> well, I think they found some. I don't know if they found yeah, his. Hopefully hope they, they did. Found them all, yeah. uh, because all those helmets are fit like to the players, like, you know, their head. So yeah. they're all specifically built. I'm thinking, don't they have cameras? 
like you would think like you would see someone trying to walk out with a helmet. It's a huge helmet. But anyways, someone like so that said, out wearing it. Can you I, imagine? Exactly. <laughs> like, exactly. Going away. Sorry. Bye. Exactly. <laughs> uh, you know, but another thing you brought up way back when you were just talking about way back. the city kind of living in the shadows. Right. Yes. And, and I agree with you again, being someone who was born and raised here. I know that for a fact mm-hmm. that we kind of were in the shadows of at first Dallas and Houston. And then as, of course, as as Austin took off in the what mid late two thousands, it just happened to be the next city that we lived in the shadow of. And here's the thing: San Antonio has been looked over for an NFL team for years. They mm-hmm. built the Alamo Dome in 1993 for the purpose of attracting an NFL team, and they did never attract. They never attracted the NFL team, aside when Katrina hit and the Saints played here for a season. Mm-hmm. They never got an NFL team here. If anything, they've taken away our teams. They've taken away our Rampage, our hockey team. They've taken away our WNBA team, the Silver mm-hmm. Stars. Mm-hmm. They've taken away teams, looked us over for NFL teams. San Antonio is just, I feel like our pride was hurt and our dignity was stripped away because we get looked over um, mm. for a lot of teams. And I feel like San Antonio is still a football town. And yeah, there's a lot of Cowboys fans here and Longhorns and A&M fans and whatnot. But, but that's because they don't have their own team to, 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 exactly. to be Exactly. Like, that's exactly that. correct. And finally, we have that. Mm-hmm. That's you know? amazing. And I know it started in 2011, but this is kind of like the rebirth season for UTSA football. Mm-hmm. And it just gives San Antonio residents a reason, and, and alumni mm-hmm. a reason to feel proud that we have our football team here. Like, we have our team. Yeah. And it also kind of helps that the Spurs kind of stink this year. So. Ugh. <laughs> but anyways, I know this is not a football podcast. Yes. I just wanted to talk about the reason why it's great for the city. Like I said, helping the local economy, mm-hmm. giving us the pride of having our team here right. in San Antonio. I kind of alluded to our next topic. Yes, yes, yes. Um, I, I don't think it was in this order, but whatever. Nah, who cares? We'll, we'll talk about it. The 1902 grand opening. D- did you go or have you been? Oh, I'm so sad. You know, if you know about these media lists and how to get on them, feel free to reach out to us. We'd love to attend when grand openings for new events um, and spaces here in San Antonio. You have to be an influencer. Here, <laughs> I know. It's like, geez. Um, no, I saw some people that I was like, I don't know you. But anyways, besides the point, the point is, I don't know if we ever talked about the development of the East side in San Antonio. I think it was something that we wanted to talk about, maybe didn't, but I believe it was last year my essay wrote about the plans for Eastside development here in San Antonio. And essentially what they want to do is kind of have like a second Pearl space where it's like trendy, it's, you know, hipster, it's cool, great vibes, and it's modern and it, it creates an environment where families can go and do things and young people. Part of that that I've seen recently, and it's very exciting, is over this past week, there was a grand opening for a new club called 1902 um, at the SB, which was formerly known as St. Paul Square. so Or Sunset Station. Or Sunset Station, yes. So the actual building Sunset Station is now 1902. And it's this just like super cool club. I saw somebody on Instagram describe it as like European almost. Like it's just more like, and it's just very exciting. Somebody else said it's like kind of, if you've ever been to Hotel Discotheque, it's like that, but now it's downtown. So now you kind of have like an elevated fancy awesome fun space and i'm gonna be there in a couple of weeks because i already made plans to go i really want to go check this place out when you brought it up i was thinking of telling my girlfriend for her birthday because my girlfriend's birthday is december 1st and she for the last few years just for a multitude of reasons we haven't been able to have like a like a party like a going out party um Mm -hmm. one reason it was last year was covid obviously before that 
we went to Denver, we went to Colorado, we went up in the mountains. So it's been three years since she's had like a going out party for her mm. birthday, which she usually likes doing. And I don't know if you ever attended Ash, which was across yes. the street from there. And it was right below Smoke. And of course, Smoke moved. And now there's nothing there at the yeah. old location of Smoke and Ash. But that was her spot. Like mm -hmm. she loved going there. You know, we were having the conversation the other day about like, where are we going to have your birthday? And so we might have to look at that place. Yes, I think you should. And I think part of that whole San Antonio pride and you were, you were touching on how it gives us a chance to show off the city to visitors. 1902 is a part of that, right? Because you can literally, as the student body, after you're hyped on a crazy win at the Alamo Dome, like walk your little booty over to that area, you know? And um, I think as we see... COVID hit that area pretty hard, I think. I saw a lot of businesses close on that strip and it really broke my heart. Um, as of now, I just know of Cellar Mixology, which is also an underground basement. I love it there. They have awesome neon signs, great uh, photo ops and a great DJ. I don't know who he is, but he's amazing. Hopefully with time, we'll be able to see more of like daytime things come up as well. Maybe just like a coffee shop or something where you can, you just saw a great game at the Alamo Dome. Now you can go chill, you know, at this, I don't know, some normal space, dinner, coffee shop, whatever. And then you can just go to the club and not lose that momentum of just like hypeness. Cause I'm that kind of person. I'm like, I'm already here. I'm so excited. Let's keep it going, you know? So I think it's very exciting. My friend, she used to fantasize about that space turning into something fun like this. So now that it's happened, it's like, wow. I was looking at an article. I think it's, this one was a recent article and it said it was called 1902 because that's when that train depot actually opened, Ooh. which was 1902 there at mm -hmm. Sunset Station. I'm interested to check out the music. You know, Amanda and I are big on, okay, what is the vibe? What is the music being played? There's a couple of places that we avoid because of the music that gets played. There's a couple of places that we used to go to that the music isn't as great mm -hmm. as it mm -hmm. used to be. Um, so that's a big thing for us. And so I, I want to see what the music is like there. I saw that Steve Aoki played there. Uh, I think it's set. Then. I think this past week, he's at the Spurs game, which makes sense. I was okay. wondering why he'd be at the Spurs game, <laughs> but this makes sense that he yes. was there for, I guess, I'm wondering if it was the opening night or if it was like the pre-opening when they had all the influencers and important individuals yeah, media there. night. Yeah, I was like, damn it. How, how, does, how do we start getting invited to these? If you know <laughs> someone, let me know. For sure. It looks like there is a cover charge. They have a dress code that can be seen as a good thing uh -huh. at some of these places. But I'm, I'm excited for that. And you're absolutely right. I know that football season is only a few months of the year, but it's a place to go to. And that whole area, I know that Sunset Station, but if you continue on the little walkway, of course, then you'll get to St. Paul Square, that whole area. You're right. There's so many prime areas and storefronts and locations for coffee shops and bars and retail stores things like that for people to go check out. I know when we were walking away from the UTSA game, we were hungry. Mm -hmm. And it's like, where do we go? Exactly. We ended up going to El Camino over there. Uh, oh, yeah, yeah. Off of Broadway. Again, we had to drive a little bit to get there. You know, it's not that far, but still, it's like, why can't we just leave and then there'd be like a place to eat? It used a to cool be vibe smoke. Place to eat. It used to be exactly. smoke. So somebody exactly. needs to come and swoop right in, I think. They took that away. But So <laughs> it's pretty cool. Um, I guess to give them a shout out, I mean, Instagram, follow them at 1902SATX if you want to give them a follow. It looks like they're one of those Instagram pages that uh, they follow a bunch or they have a lot of followers, but don't follow anybody. Yeah. I think that's sometimes mm, a trend. They're cool. Um, it's a little strange. Mm, but cool. anyways, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
So next topic, unless, are you ready to move on? Yeah, yeah, no, let's go. So next topic, uh, let's get into the free movies at yes. Travis Park. I'm trying to figure out how long they're going to go for, but I can't say. I want to say through the end of the year. Oh, okay. Well, there it goes. Okay. I, I have this, uh, the Slab Cinema website pulled up. I know we've gone to a couple of movies. Okay. My girlfriend's favorite movie, favorite Disney movie is, uh, I'm just having all kinds of <laughs> memory escaping me. Under the Sea. Come on. What is it? Uh, uh, Little Mermaid. Thank you. Oh my gosh, thank you. I'm guys, going crazy. Please don't stop listening to us because he didn't know the Little Mermaid. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I knew the song, right? <laughs> Under so the Sea. It's crazy. Uh, but anyways. Have you been to a couple movies for the Slab Cinema? I've actually definitely done like the whole date thingy at the Travis Park. So that's basically the one I was trying to bring up was Slab Cinema does do an awesome job of just going all throughout the city and making these or collaborating to create these awesome opportunities for you to take your family for a free outing or take a date out on a free date. And you can just pull up with a blankie and watch movies Free chairs yes or yeah chairs um and so travis park is doing it right now for holiday movies and so that's a whole entire vibe you guys now have a free thing to do on saturday is it saturdays it might be Mondays um or they're di- different days okay. so if you're if you're listening to this on release day the 29th the next movie it looks like is tuesday for the 30th Okay. I believe Tuesday's the 30th, mm-hmm. and they're showing National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. I think a few days later, they're showing Miracle. Uh, later on in December, they're showing Mighty Ducks and Home Alone. Ugh, Last classics. year, I got roasted and flamed by all my friends because I said that I've never seen Home Alone. So, you deserve that. Um, yeah. Yeah, I just <laughs> accepted it. So I'm going to have to go watch it. Mm-hmm, I mm-hmm. think that's December 21st. Maybe we'll have to make a date out of it. There you go. And go down there. So keep in mind, guys, weather permitting, right? If it's like rainy, they're going to probably cancel it. I don't think anyone wants to show up in the rain. Mm -mm. But if it's just cool, I mean, bring your jackets, bring the blanket, like Erica said, get some hot chocolate, right? Mm -hmm. Um, Usually they have like little trucks there. I'm sure they serve coffee. Yes. So so definitely go check that out. For my Instagrammers. Absolutely. Absolutely. That you just got to see light up yesterday, ceremoniously. That is our tradition. One of our traditions, Amanda and I, we we go, obviously COVID year, we did not go, didn't have it. Mm -hmm. But since 2017, we've been going. I know Mayor Ron was out there with his wife and did the countdown. Santa was there. So that was exciting. Oh my gosh. Um, Such a busy man. I I know. I didn't get a photo op (laughs) with him, but Santa was there, confirmed. Confirmed. So... So that first. was it. They had some snow. Okay. Guys. You might have seen in my Instagram story. Guys. Story. Snorry. <laughs> so there's that. Yeah. Check out the free movies and go ice skating, the rotary ice skating rink. Which they just followed us. Shout out to you. Thank you for following oh, us back. Wow. Rotary I ice I didn't rink. know that. Yeah. If you know a guy who wants to talk about the ice rink, let us know. So shopping local versus shopping Yay! Black Friday. What did you have to say about that? I just kind of wanted to hear your thoughts on what you thought, how you felt. Um, I am very torn between both to be quite honest because i feel like i really want to support local i really want to shop local i love san antonio i love the artisans i've bought some incredible products by local people but black friday is like you a black friday person i am i'm even starting to breathe a little heavy i'm getting excited oh no did you <laughs> any sales i, I did didn't you... do it pers- in person this year but i am okay. that person who like eats their turkey Ooh, and then like, so wait cyber monday is the day this comes it. out right Oh my gosh, I think so. Oh my gosh, guys. I think so. It's Cyber Monday. Happy so Cyber Monday. You might be Monday. awake listening to this <laughs> as you're shopping. 
Okay. And look, and look, and, and it is. Look, I think you should do a mix. Take advantage of the sales. Mm-hmm. As a financial person, mm-hmm. if you can save some some money, especially if you're in a bind, you're on a budget, mm-hmm. absolutely, absolutely do it. Mm-hmm. But if you have the opportunity to support local, if you can, mm-hmm. and it's not out of your budget, absolutely, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you should do it. You know, it's really cool. And I, I talk about this since I've had the podcast. I've learned so much about my city that I that I didn't know. I've learned of stores that I didn't know of. And that's what's really cool is because some people just don't know that it's out there. Felice Modern has some awesome stuff. Very cute. Barbacoa Apparel has some awesome stuff. I had no idea about those places until I started this podcast. <gasps> but if you listen... <laughs> Then you might know these places now, yes. you know, and that's, that's what I mean. So I, I'm not going to bash on somebody for not supporting local if they don't know. Mm. But if you do know and you listen to this podcast and you, and you find out of all these places and you, like I said, you have the budget to do it yeah. and support local, support these families, right? And aside from like the economical support and like the benefits of it all, there's also just the whole like, it's going to be a unique gift. Like you're going to show up to wherever your hometown is if you're like me and you're going to have a stack of unique things to give to your loved ones rather than, you know, I'm sorry, like we're all getting the same waffle maker from Macy's or (laughs) you can get like a really- Or some AirPods. Right, or Or you can go to like Black Friday at a, what's that candle place that everyone gets really crazy about? Bath and Body Works. So I'm a big fan of Black Friday Bath and Body Works. I'm kind of crazy. I to the point where I stack so much that I get the free gift that comes with it. You know how those people that do too much. But- I shopped at a place locally called Mission Crafts Chandlery. Oh, yeah. Yes. And I bought one of her candles. Shout out to, to Mission Crafts. I know she follows. Oh, she's amazing. She, I bought one of her candles last year and it's going super strong. It burns super slow. It's incredible. Her stuff is local, handmade, handcrafted. She has like a background in chemistry. So she's just like super smart about her sense. Yeah, it's kind of incredible. I was able to talk to her at one of the Saturday markets here. And basically what I'm trying to say is her quality of candle was just as good as these like big name brand situations. So sometimes you're like, I go to Bath and Body Works because it's just like better and it lasts longer. Well, so does Mission Crafts Chandlery. And um, this is not an ad, but. (laughs) Yeah. And, and, you know, sometimes it is a little more expensive when it's local, but you also have to understand it's because they don't have the warehouse and all the machinery Mm -hmm. that these large big box retailers have. Mm -hmm. They don't have everything on a, you know, this huge, what do you call it? Like a line. It's a line. Yeah. But you don't have that if you're just making it in your garage, right? Or right. you're making it in a place that you're renting out somewhere that's like a workplace live yeah, yeah, yeah. living situation. You don't have that. So, of course, it's going to cost a little more. But, again, if you have the budget to do it and you can, you're probably going to get the same, if not better, quality because they put their their love into it. It's so It's good. their product. Mm-hmm. Like, they, they can't let their – we talked about it before about, like, you're going to get that effort when you're when you shop local like that yes so i think you should i know you're a dog person yes. have you ever been to south paul waggery no so it's right there by madison square park kind of like north downtown area and here it's called south yeah south paul waggery don't ask me I'll, you know while i'm talking i'll try to look it up <laughs> uh as far as the the location yeah, yeah, yeah. but it's a really cool locally owned pet place and the address is 317 lexington avenue suite four okay. it's on the ground level okay uh 317 lexington avenue 
there's some apartments, like industrial apartments, that it's like part of that building. I forget okay. what it's called. Yeah, I think I have. But an idea. oh, the Cadillac Lofts. Cadillac oh, I know lofts. exactly where so, this is. So so it's right there. There's a dog park right there. That's the that's the park you're talking the about. The Madison Square yeah, Dog yeah, Park. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah. So I, I take the there. the dogs there a lot. Last time I took them, I saw it. I was like, "What is that place?" Dun, dun, dun. And I was literally carrying both my dogs. For the listeners who don't know, I have a new puppy, so I had like. <laughs> my wiener dog hova in one hand and then like the puppy draped over him it was mm-hmm. hilarious but i had them all like in one hand i was all opening doors with him so cute. and um it was ridiculous but went in there and i got hova my little dachshund a little serape thing oh that goes over him God. it is the it is the cutest thing i didn't want to get anything for herbert which is the new puppy i got <laughs> just because i don't know how big he's gonna get yeah so and i don't know what he's mixed with he's like half miniature dachshund I don't know what the other half is mixed with, so I don't know what how like what size he's gonna be. Yeah. Because they had they had in his size, like an extra small, they had a puppy Weabera that I wanted to give for him. Again, I don't know how big he's gonna be. I don't wanna waste that money, you know? Yeah. So that's funny. so we're we're gonna go back. I'm gonna get a little Weabera for Hova. <laughs> um I've been looking for one and they have it, but that's what I mean. It's like, where else are you going to get that? You're not going to find that at Petco. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find that at PetSmart. Mm-hmm. They have some cool stuff there. Don't get me wrong. I'm mm-hmm. sure they had some Black Friday deals. Mm-hmm. You're not going to find a freaking Serape. You're not going to find a Weabera. You're not going to find any of that you do at those places. You do it for the places. culture. That's why you shop local. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> so, so and I just want to give them that that plug right there. So, yeah. cool spot. Definitely go check it out next time you take the doggo to the, uh, to the park there. Yeah. Last thing to get into. I think it's our last thing. Yes, it is actually. The COVID boosters. Have you got your booster? No, but I heard that they're out and we can all get them. We just need to go get them. Yep. Okay. Yep. They are. I haven't got mine. Neither has Amanda. We we got two different shots. She got the Moderna. I got the Pfizer. Mm. We also got them uh, separate weeks. Mm. And so I guess the timing is a little off on it. But no matter what, it's been six months for both of us, which... Again, I, I could have the numbers mixed up there, but I heard that it was like that's when it starts waning off a little bit, or maybe it could start waning off mm-hmm. the effectiveness of the vaccine. Mm-hmm. So we're all eligible for boosters. So it just at this point, it comes down to actually going in there, scheduling it. Mm-hmm. I did notice. Do you know I have it pulled where? Up. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. So literally go on your phone, go on your computer, just look up where to get COVID boosters. You mm-hmm. could also look where to get vaccinated. Google makes it to where the first things that come up is going to be like where to locate it. Oh, that's awesome. <laughs> so the first thing that comes up Shout is you can Google. go to www.vaccines.gov and you can search for COVID-19 vaccines or boosters near you. I think for San Antonio, it's a little different website. I think it's covid19.sanantonio.gov. Mm-hmm. Same thing. It's going to give you all the information. You can look it up. But as far as I know from the research I've done, you can get them at HEB and Walgreens. For sure. I'm sure if you have like a primary care physician, you can get it there too. And I believe, I don't know if they have the booster shots there. I'm assuming they do. But at the Alamo Dome in the parking lot, I think it's lot B. I think it's lot B. They usually during the week, you can like drive through. So again, but if you want to confirm all that information, just literally look up COVID boosters on Google. They make it to where you'll, you'll find what you're looking for. It's awesome. And, and kind of like what you said, I mean, it's available to everyone now. Mm-hmm. So you can get it as far as the regular vaccine. I think it's ages five and up now. I think that that can now get the vaccine. Did you get sick at all off of one of the shots? Not sick. I got that whole like extreme fatigue. Okay. Limbs hurted a Which little bit. Which one did you get? I got Pfizer. That's what I got. Yeah. So 
And again, everyone's body takes it differently, right? But I know with like with Amanda, she got the Moderna and both times she was sick for about a day. Yeah. Maybe a day and a half. Mm -hmm. And it was like like a cold, fatigue, headache, kind of just wanted to lay down, felt hot. Yeah. For me, it was the second shot. And I took the Pfizer. I did not take the Moderna. I took the Pfizer. First shot, didn't even feel it. Maybe in my arm a little bit, but that was about it. Second shot, man, I was down for the count. Yep. I think it started kind of like that night. I got it early in the day. Starting that night, I had a little bit of a headache. The next day I woke up like, oh, I was just down bad. Like I was, yeah, I was, I was out of it. And um, so I just had to chill for like a day. I was like getting the sweats and everything. I was like laying in bed. I was like, if you can take the day off, take it off because I was freaking done that second round as well. So I'm kind of waiting to see like if you're like, if that's what's going to happen with this booster. But either way, I mean, I got to get it. I think we all. We could all use it. To quote just my to make fifth sure. grade teacher, because we used to complain about having to do like classwork. She was like, no complaints, got to do it. That's just the way, like, you know, like that's just, she's the one who taught me that For lesson sure. in life. I know that like <laughs> that Omicron variant's out or something like that. Oh my gosh. And yeah, I know. It's going to be the same thing with the Delta. So just, just get the booster, yeah. get the shot. <laughs> just do it. Science. Um, yes, exactly. I love science. Um, so that's going to wrap up this main segment of SA Talk. We're going to take a quick break and we're going to come right back with our local recommendation. Stay tuned. Hey guys, it's Zach. As some of you may know, I help people plan for retirement. And as your advisor, I can not only show you how money truly works, but put you in control of your money today and in retirement. If you're looking to schedule a financial review, please give me a call at 210-760-0409. So welcome back into SA Talk. And in this second and last segment of the podcast, we'll be giving our local recommendation. Last week I gave mine. Erica, it's your turn once again. And I think this place I haven't been to before. So what is it? It is called Curry Boys Barbecue. It is delicious is really all I have to say. Other than I've never actually been here in person. I'm not going to lie to you. I'm sorry if you're the owner of this place and you're like, hey, get your butt out here. I haven't. (laughs) But I've ordered y'all countless times on like like uh, uber eats yes uh-huh doordash or one of those i don't know we we have multiple accounts on different places because we always try to get the best <laughs> deal i am obsessed with their bowls their curry bowls are amazing they're so filling you feel so clean because like the food's just it's so fresh oh i am obsessed hmm. with this place i'm so serious i probably eat so them it's like on saint mary's mm-hmm. it's on saint mary's i'm trying to think I feel like I have seen it. So is it the pink building? It's like a well, pink building, I think. That's what it looks like. What so you this, said, I know you said you hadn't been there, but... Yeah, th- so their website says, Southeast Asian Curry Meats, Smoked Texas Barbecue, and a collaborative restaurant experience between Pinch, Boyle House, and South Barbecue. I don't know where either of those are, though. Well, Pinch is downtown. Oh, so it's not even literally And Unless they moved, it was right by the old Frost Tower, part of the Geekdom building on the ground floor level. So maybe it's like from the owners, I'm assuming. Perhaps. Maybe that's what it is. Like they collaborated to come up with Curry Boys Barbecue. Looks really cool. It looks like they were named Best of the City. I'm looking at their Instagram page. I say a little, I see a little highlight says Best of the City, unless they were just politicking like we were. But (laughs) um, I take your word for it. You've had it. I know you haven't been there in person, but neither have I. You've Mm -hmm. actually eaten there multiple times and you said it's good. Amazing. I'm trying to look at their menu to see what they have. It seems interesting because... You know, I, I, I hear curry, you say the curry bowls, but then it's barbecue, so it's like a mix. Yes, yeah, a curry barbecue bowls, yes. 
So I'm going to have to check that out. Looks like mm -hmm. it's on St. Mary's. The address that I can pull up here on Google is 2334 North St. Mary Street. And that's zip code 78212. From all accounts that I see, it is a pink building. It looks like you can kind of just like walk up and order. Try them out. If you enjoy Curry Boys Barbecue and you want to let us know what we should try, you can let us know. Tweet at us. Comment on Facebook. Whatever you want to do, let us know what you like from Curry Boys Barbecue. For the owner of Curry Boys Curry Boys Barbecue, we'd love to interview and hear your story. Mm -hmm. um, but it looks like you can follow them on Instagram at Curry Boys BBQ. But that is going to do it for another episode of SA Talk. I want to give a huge thank you to all the repeat listeners, all the day ones out there. It means a lot to both of us that you keep listening to the episodes and you're loyal to the podcast. Hope you enjoy the content that we've been putting out. I also want to thank any new listeners that we've kind of gotten to tag along recently. Hope you're enjoying the show, enjoying the podcast. If you enjoyed this, I hope you enjoy our other series as well, Searching for San Antonio. We just had a great episode with Raul Jimenez about the annual Raul Jimenez Thanksgiving dinner. Um, I think it was their 42nd year. Amazing job. Also encourage you to, if you're listening on Apple Podcasts, to leave a rate and review. That always helps us out. Uh, if you want to help the podcast out, you can also go to our link in bio and any of your social media pages. Go to support monthly. You can support for as little as 99 cents a month. In the future, hopefully that can help us out with uh, donations for donation drives, maybe some merch, stuff like that. Want to get some hats and shirts out there? It's my goal for next year, by the way. Kind of letting y'all know. Yeah. Um, maybe maybe little uh, little hats or shirts that we can get there, hoodies, something like that. Um, lastly, if you're any business owner, if you're a business owner here in San Antonio and you're looking to advertise with the podcast, get the word out there about your great local business or service. Let us know. You can reach out to us. Uh, my email is Zachary, Z-A-C-H-A-R-Y at sapodnetwork.com. You can also reach out to Erica at her name, her first name at sapodnetwork.com. Thank you all again. Have a wonderful week. See you again next week and Viva San Antonio. Viva San Antonio.